Well, good morning. Good morning. So I feel like we usually chit chat for a couple of minutes before we dive into our topic, but like my brain is not on board with chit chatting, apparently. Uh, on this week's episode of with the finance, maybe it's the lack of coffee. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I do have a uh, a thirty-two ounce bottle of water, though. Okay. Uh, hopefully, I'm not coughing too much while we're talking. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's been a while since I was like sick, sick. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a big baby about it (laughs) no I think that being sick is miserable like I don't really know where this here's today's rant (laughs) I've thought about this because like this year I don't feel like has been as bad in our household last year was the year that that we got kind of hit with the stuff but it is amazing to me this this mentality that we have we've created in which you're supposed to be tough through being miserable. Like mm. it's completely okay to be sick and say that you are sick and don't feel well. Completely acceptable. Like it is not a sign of strength that you didn't announce that you do not feel well when you do not feel well. Mm. You don't get a fucking yeah. award for it. No. You still get to be sick. So either way. Do it the way that you want to do it. If you want to tell everybody that you're miserable, go for it. That's very fair. And I appreciate that take. Because I... I spend a lot of time in my life thinking about this concept of a man cold. Mm-hmm. And now in this moment, I'm wondering if it kind of comes. Um, it comes a little bit more from like a place of jealousy. Right. Because like when men are sick, they are socially allowed to be sick. Mm-hmm. Not so much the case socially well, for women. So, Do you know what I mean? And they're allowed to be sick at home. They're not allowed to be sick at work. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's really allowed to be sick at work. Well, right, right. Which is wild. And I really thought we were going to move away from that. I thought that wasn't going to be a thing that we were going to do anymore. I thought we were all in agreement that being sick sucks. And nobody else wants to get it. So just stay home. And here we are. Still. Not not doing those things anymore, I guess. I feel like it's better than it was. Yes. Yes. But it's still like we went we went back to it and I don't understand. It's a real bummer. It is. Um I was actually thinking about this the other day, but I think I will save it for a different episode because uh, we, <laughs> yeah, here yeah. at What the Finance, last week we talked uh, a little bit about like 
gardening mm-hmm. and um, like, you know, growing your own food for like budget and planet sustainability reasons. But we also wanted to talk a little bit about you know, like keeping chicken or other types of poultry uh, mostly for eggs, but, you know, also, I don't know, I guess if you want to eat them or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I've been thinking about this not, not too, too long, but um, you know, for a while there when eggs were $5 a dozen, mm-hmm. I was putting like a lot of time into like thinking and researching would it actually be cheaper to just like get chickens or something and as a person who rents their home like what does that look like Mm. but I've also been sick for a lot of the winter so I didn't get very far Um (laughs) I'd also looked into chickens and I mean the poultry in general for egg purposes as I feel like most people did this past winter <laughs> like I, I feel like that was a thing mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and I learned quite a bit about having them as like a food source essentially and, and one of the things that I learned was chickens are obviously egg producing so you you could have them um they're also really great for some pest control they keep Mm -hmm. like um some of the bug population down in yards uh and they also would then fertilize the area that they're in so if you have like a chicken run where you can move it and change up where they're at in your yard it can be really good for that i also learned that as far as like egg production goes, there are other birds that are more productive. So they'll produce mm-hmm. more eggs, but they'll, they're smaller. So quail was one of them. Yeah. They can, yeah. they can also be used. Um, I don't know what their, their bug control situation is. Um, I do know that ducks are another option and they will also help like bug pest control. It was uh, it was quite the rabbit hole I went down when I was learning about all of this. I also learned, obviously, you have these things in your yard, you are more likely to have prey around your house. Do you mean predators? Yes. Sorry. Okay. If you have prey in your yards, you're more likely to end up with predators. Yep. There we go. Okay. <laughs> um, so that was an interesting and uh, slightly sad learn, which makes sense. But I, it didn't, it didn't really dawn on me. Now, you know, when I was looking into this, I did actually end up landing on quail. Mm-hmm. I'll just give a little shout out to uh, an episode of Cityets mm-hmm. all about chickens. Um, I linked to it in uh, our Discord a while back, but yep. I'll also link to it in the show notes um, because it turns out that quail are pretty content with a lot less space mm-hmm. than a chicken would be. 
mm-hmm. uh, which means that as a a person who is renting, I could keep them inside, mm-hmm. um, and they're not as loud, so uh, you're not gonna bother your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, in like multifamily housing, that's kind of a big deal. But if you do keep them outside, they do also help with pests. Like, they just all like eating bugs. That's great. Yeah. Very convenient. Appreciate that. Thank you, birds. I knew a family once, actually, when you commented on ducks, um, that they did raise ducks uh, for the dual purposes of um, pest control in their garden. And then at the end of the year, they had duck for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm. So every year, two little duck friends eating all the bugs in the garden uh, before they got nice and big. And then they also would get eaten. Yeah, they are. They're also useful for that. Yeah, I don't actually like duck very much, so I personally wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't think I could eat something I took care of. Here's the story. Tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think right, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I'm the oldest in a pretty big family. And at one point, my mom, so my mom had one home birth. Because I didn't have any health insurance. Um, I couldn't get any through the state. Uh, and there was a midwife in the area who uh, would do homebirths very affordably. So that's what they did. It turns out it's actually also way easier to be licensed as a midwife in the state of Utah than almost anywhere else in the country. Um, my mom's midwife. She was a real cool lady, very, you know, granola, organic, all those words that we would not have used in the 90s to describe somebody like her. They raised rabbits their next for eating. Their mm. next door neighbors also raised rabbits for eating. The kids didn't want to eat the rabbits that they had raised. And so the families would trade and the kids didn't have any problem. Oh, interesting. So, you know. <laughs> that was not where I thought that was going, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I know. I feel like maybe the midwife thing was kind of a unintentional misdirect. But uh, no, just like knew this person because she was yeah. my mom's midwife. So, yeah, families would just trade. So All right. if you are also in that boat. Maybe just trade with somebody who is also raising the same type of animal that you are raising so that you don't feel like you're eating your friend. Yeah. So where I thought that was going, to be completely honest, was I thought this was going to be our annual reminder to not get people any type of bird for Easter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Which I did not know was a thing. Until talking to you at about this time last year. Honestly, I have a pretty strongly held do not get people pets as gifts 
ever. No. And I do, even if they say, hey, get me a dog for my birthday, don't do it. Do not. Yeah, I think that's fair. Our family ended up with a turtle that way. Mm. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> bringing it back around, I understand that some people do actually enjoy turtle eggs quite a bit, but I, you know, I can be real honest, keeping turtles, you guys, it's not worth it. It is not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I can definitely see that. I feel like this is like it's we're getting to the time of year where 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 I live at least the little baby birds are gonna be in the stores soon. And it's always like one of my favorite times is to go look at them because they're very cute. I want them, I always want them, but I don't have anywhere to put them because I live in a town where we can't have chickens. And I also have a dog. So it's not a great combo. No. No. And and not only do I have a dog, I have like a some would potentially use her as a hunting dog. She's a she's a golden mm-hmm. retriever. Like she is that's she's yeah, bred that's for that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like that's just asking for a disaster. I feel that you are correct. Now, as far as, because uh, we're coming close here on, on our time this morning, as far as if keeping uh, any kind of poultry or eggs, if it's actually going to like save you money, honestly, probably not. Yeah, I think the scale you would have to have it at would probably make it not as worth it. Right. Now, and I'm not saying, it's like where I would come down on it is, I think that there are other very valid reasons mm-hmm. for keeping poultry for eggs. Mm-hmm. Um that are kind of like outside of saving money. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely not saying like, don't do it. Like I would still very much like to do it, but also don't, um, don't go into it thinking that you're going to maybe save a lot of money. Right. Especially at first, the, the initial investment piece of it, because you need the birds themselves, but then all of the setup for keeping them safe and warm and right closed uh-huh uh-huh so but i mean really at least for me a big part of the appeal of like self-sustainability when it comes to your food has a lot to do with a lot of with the supply chain problems that we've been having over the last mm-hmm. several years yeah, that's so, definitely for me as well. I mean, the, the supply yeah. piece, um, having having access is, is a big, really big piece of it, which is how we ended up talking about this whole topic in general anyway. Right. The idea of knowing like what the, the chickens were fed, because that can be a, 
a piece of things as well. Right. Well, and also I think knowing how uh, they live their day-to-day mm-hmm. lives. Um, so maybe I'll talk about this in Discord a little bit, but um, my dad is a young adult worked in a number of uh, poultry settings. Mm. Uh, so like, it means a lot to me to know that uh, the creatures I'm getting my food from weren't totally miserable. Yeah. I think there's a lot of value in that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you think that overall, if if the one measure of success for a person is how many eggs they're going to get, for instance, from chickens, then the, the cost piece may not be, like, you may not save money in that instance. But if the measure of success is the, the food pieces is a equal benefit to the bug control piece and also to, you know, what we were just talking about with, with feeling pretty good about where, where your food was coming from. I think the overall, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably pretty worth it. Yep. In my opinion. I mean, maybe this is a little too, like, hippy-dippy, but I feel like we should all do what we can to create a kinder world. Mm -hmm. And one piece of that might be uh, keeping your own animals and giving them a good life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, as always... If you want to continue this conversation, you can do that in Discord. You can send mm-hmm. us an email. Um, catch up on Patreon. <laughs> uh, and if you like these types of uh, purposeful but meandering conversations, <laughs> uh, you could you know, subscribe to the show or share an episode with a friend. Mm-hmm. I think those would all be really cool. I agree. <laughs>